0: Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast,
1: where the magic is in learning. Today's episode is recorded in stereo and has none of Chris's well-known built-in sound effects. Everything you will hear is real and from my front yard. For the most enjoyable listening experience, please listen with a good pair of stereo headphones. Thanks and enjoy.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the August 23rd episode of the Mystic Axis Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have lots of other friends with us today. like that car that's driving (laughs) (laughs) by.
1: You might be able to hear, in addition to that, the crickets in the background.
2: And we are... There's some birdies. Yeah, we are on the front porch, we're going to do as little editing as possible so you get the full effect effect of what we're gonna do
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you might get to hear our friend the crow in a few minutes there's always crows around here in the morning it's just after seven we're gonna be coming home soon to our sadness there's there's the crow crow. (laughs) right on cue
2: and there's the airplane that's also flying over us in the distance you can hear it and a car
1: i can just barely hear the plane
2: So hopefully the recorder picks them up. And we're going to talk a little bit about lessons learned and some of the things that we learned about cell phone carriers. Oh,
1: yes, and cell phone coverage.
2: Yes. So we have a pretty decent plan currently. But the problem is that the carrier doesn't work where we currently are. And what they do is they call that domestic roaming because you're roaming on a different carrier, and that doesn't usually cost any more. But when we said we had limited data, we really had limited data. So we don't have Wi-Fi at this place because there's no point in having self. There's no point in having any um, internet here when you're only here for a couple weeks a year.
1: Although we were so desperate late last week that we decided to look into it, and they said, we can't even come out and install anything for you until two weeks are past. Right. So we were like, no, we're not going to be here in two weeks.
2: Right, so we are going to turn on the Wi-Fi internet service, and we were going to just deal with that and then turn it off. Mm-hmm.
1: But we gave up on that idea very quickly.
2: Well, when the guy said the start date would have <laughs> been... When we were gone that didn't yeah. quite work out
1: and of course they just have a new isp here there's only one isp for high-speed internet that serves like two and a half counties here maybe three yeah so it's pretty bad
2: well that's how it is in a lot of places you only have one or mm-hmm. two internet service providers to work with they're usually cable and or some kind of something with a phone company like your fiber or your dsl
1: yep and that's what this one is too but it's if you go to the better business bureau it's rated like 1.9 stars or something it's very bad however my mother's internet between the fact that it's now changed they've upgraded her upload speeds and the fact that we just brought her and hubby installed a nice orby mesh router for her her internet is going much faster and is much more stable than it was before we got here.
2: Yeah, it's Best actually it. quite nice. She can go out in her gazebo with her fire and use it.
1: Yeah, she's happy about that. So she has stable Wi-Fi, which has at least been helpful to us at points during our visit here. Because every day we go up there for one reason or another, either to your meal or something. It's been great.
2: So we siphon off of their we Wi-Fi. Do. We do. So back to the carrier. Yep. So of course, when you're up at one in the morning two in the morning you might want to do something absolutely and you don't have the nice high speed wi-fi you have
1: i hope
2: 2g speeds so basically what happens is when you're domestically roaming you might get complementary high speed data from your current carrier but that will go away that will go away relatively fast when you are not on that complementary high speed data When that runs out, they pop you down to 2G speeds,
1: and 2G speeds are painful, especially depending on what you're doing. How much complimentary data did we have?
2: Five gigs. So the problem with my five gigs is, for whatever reason, and I don't know how this even happened, if I went into uh, my settings on my phone and the App Store, it was set to download app updates on cellular data. So, my high-speed data of 5 gigs was mostly spent by downloading updates in the background. Once I figured that out, I turned that off. And it hasn't been as bad, but I was still, I would say, 4 gigs through my 5 gigs worth of data.
1: Yeah, it wasn't good.
2: No, it wasn't good. So, what happened is we ended up looking at alternative carriers that would serve this area and we found one and what you want to keep in mind too when you're trying to port your number we ended up aborting and staying with our current carrier for now because we're going to leave in a couple days anyway so by the time we start to leave we're going to be back into our carrier's coverage and we're going to have our high-speed data back but what we tried to do is we tried to port the numbers in to the new carrier and one thing that I didn't realize because I'm not an expert I didn't do this you know for a living or whatever but when they ask you for your pin they're not talking about the master pin to your account they're talking about generating at least our carrier and I think I saw this on the new carrier as well is to generate an outgoing port pin and that only lasts several days and then that pin will go away. So you're not using your master pin. We were waiting for a day and a half to two days for these numbers to port. And of course, I gave them incorrect information. So I gave them the master pin to the account instead of the port pin and it was wrong. So what happened was, is we ended up aborting because I had a really, really frustrating communication with a representative the only thing I needed to do was to give them the pin but they wanted to restart the porting process all over again at least that's what it seemed like and there was just some major confusion we had a couple of phones that we were trying to port so we had three phones two we were going to port one was just a phone that Kim had here that actually was Lisa's old phone. It was. It Lisa was. sent it
1: to me, so it's like a hand phone, and I used it for a while. And then I got my SE 2020, and now I use that.
2: Right. So that kind of plays into the story a little bit. We were trying to connect to the one carrier, and the woman was very, very insistent that it was branded to another carrier, and I said it is not. So after trying to explain this to her for the umpteenth time I just decided that okay well we're going to be back in high-speed coverage in two days so let's just abort it one thing I will say about the new carrier and we're keeping brands out of this yeah because
1: this discussion could have any number of brands related to it in terms of your story it's right. going easily happen to you, in other words. Right. And, you know, in this case, the brand doesn't matter.
2: It doesn't matter. And Kim had the brand before. I did. And I loved, loved it. it. Right.
1: I've never had an issue. Never.
2: And Kim had that brand before on Lisa's phone. I did. So that's why we're keeping the brands out of this. Mm-hmm. I think it was just maybe communication issues or something i'm not quite yeah, sure i don't know what, was what going it was
1: because then we went to another high level rep and he probably could have finished the process for us but by that point you were just done that was you done turned to me and you were like can we just cancel this whole thing i'm like yeah you know you're more important than any phone plan." Well, so, <laughs>
2: you know when your blood pressure goes up and your watch is telling you that your heart rate is 120 bpm for last minutes or a few minutes when you seem to do something you're not doing anything you're not doing anything extraneous so it was just time to not stroke out
1: (laughs) yeah it was definitely time to quit he was getting very angry and and it was time to stop so
2: anyway back to the good thing that the carrier did was is they don't have once you buy the data plan you're stuck you're stuck with the data plan you're non-refundable and because we had never activated the phones or whatever, he decided to refund us on our data plan. So we got our money back for the new carrier, and we just continued on with the old carrier. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is if you have a watch, which by ByQ just dinged. So if you have a watch, there are only certain plans... That and certain carriers that actually offer watches on the you know the cellular plan for the watches so you can't go to one of these sub carriers and get a watch plan so in doing this whole change i was willing to give up the watch and uh, it's just one thing to keep in mind that you can't have a watch on some of these MVNOs, if you will, because they just don't have watch plans. I found that out early on when we even talked about switching carriers, so I knew that that was a thing. So I called my current carrier, canceled the watch, and then after we decided we were going to stick with the carrier, we re-enabled the watch. So, you know, the watch is still back and it'll continue on. But that's just one thing to keep in mind.
1: It actually worked out really well though because when you had your watch on yesterday and we were still trying to go through the port and my phone hadn't ported and I had the only phone between us that we had that had service on it at that point, I was able to call and talk to him on his watch.
2: Well that was actually the cool thing because with the watch, for some of you that don't know, when you have a watch on a cellular plan, if somebody calls your phone number for your phone and your phone is either off or your phone is not with you. The watch will ring and you can have that conversation. So, the thing about roaming data is it will kill your battery. So, when I was waiting for the ports to happen, I had the phones off because I wanted to conserve battery. And when she called me, I was able to answer the phone my phone on the watch. So that's cool to know. Absolutely. So we're going to talk a minute about actual porting numbers and what you might need. So the problem with the port and why it took so long and why we were waiting and why we eventually canceled was because you needed a PIN for your account. And when I set up the two numbers I gave them I guess the master pin or the pin that you would use to talk to your current carrier. What I didn't realize and I've ported numbers before so this might be a newer thing is that your carrier you would generate a pin in order to give to the new carrier that allows those numbers to be moved away so it's not your master pin if you will It's a different pin that will expire, at least ours would have expired in seven days. So I went to the new carrier and was just going to give them that pin, but that didn't work out too well.
1: No. So much of this is determined by the agent to whom you speak? Yes. As we discovered, because while this all is going on, my parents' phones are expiring, essentially. They're being discontinued because of 3G. (laughs) So, they need higher phones that actually work with 4G and 5G. So, as a result of this, we ended up ordering them a couple phones through their provider, which is, again, another one of these MVNO services owned by one of the big guns. And we got through that process. My mother actually made the call to her carrier, and between her and Chris, we were able to place an order for a couple new phones for them. Well, those phones as we discovered yesterday when Chris was on the phone essentially canceling out our account for our new provider that we never ended up going to. He was able to ask about that order because they're all kind of in with the same company. Right. As we said, we're not really giving names here, but they're all kind of glommed in with the same bigger company. They're all little brother and sister branches, as it were.
2: I'm sure if you think hard enough, you can figure figure it out. You can figure it
1: out. But the point was that we asked about their orders because we thought we were supposed to receive them, and the addresses—it
2: was the same address. It was
1: the same address. It was the same address that the order was coming to for us. But we had done our order online; they had done their order over the phone, and it was an invalid address. Right. So the address that my mother gave to the agent to whom she spoke was
2: wrong. Interpreted or, wrong. Interpreted
1: wrong. The address was right, but it was interpreted wrong by the agent, and of course. You know, you got to remember that a lot of these agents are in really busy, loud call centers. So I understand how these things can happen. And my mother is very southern. <laughs> so that can make things a little difficult, too. But anyway, the point was that that did not happen. The original phones we got then did
2: Never not Never showed drive. up. So what happened was, is that we ordered them literally on the same, same day. day. We just did it online, and they did it over the phone. Mm-hmm. So we would have expected both orders to come on the same day, on the same day, on the same vehicle, everything, because we ordered the overnight shipping, mm-hmm. and they ordered the overnight shipping because we were in a time crunch. Yes. And so I called this when I was talking to the guy about canceling our order. I says, "Can you look up two other orders? Because when I went to the website and tried to track their orders to find out where these phones were." They said they were invalid orders. And they were invalid orders because they were tried to be delivered, but they couldn't be delivered because of the invalid address. Because I said to the guy, I said, this is blah, 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 blah. And he says, that's not the address they were sent to. And then the funny thing was, is this must happen a lot. Because he asked me, he goes did you guys order the first order on the website and the other two orders, because they were two orders, they were split, the other two orders on the phone, and I said, that's exactly what we did, and he's just like, okay. So
1: So any of this that you can do online in a situation like this is so much better if you can do it online. We would have gotten ours done online if the pin issue hadn't been a thing. Yes. We could have finished it.
2: We could have finished it. The irony about the pin thing is is that when I was placing my order because I did it literally yesterday and I was doing it with an IRA agent and just as we placed the order I got a text message. I was still on the phone with an IRA agent and I got the text message and I looked at the text message because your pin is wrong for your port. And they said, What is your new PIN? So as I didn't know at the time so I con- I just sent the pin over the text message. Nope, this is wrong. Okay, I guess it's wrong. So later on, I called... Because I was curious. Why wasn't my pin working? Because I know it works. So later on, I called my current carrier. And I said, I have a question about porting pins. And she says, yeah, you have to generate one. I'm like, oops. So that part was my fault. If I had known that then this whole porting process and everything wouldn't have been an issue we would have been with the new carrier and we would have been happy
1: sometimes the worst part of changing carriers is trying to deal with customer support
2: <laughs> yes that's true
1: <laughs> it's unfortunate but that's the way it is i mean they're trying to juggle multiple things at once and they're in a noisy call center. i don't know how they do it i would lose my mind in about 48 hours
2: yeah yeah you got to give them a lot of credit. They're dealing with irate customers like oh, myself yeah. mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i wasn't exactly happy
1: yeah you were you weren't exactly nice to her by the end of it were you
2: <laughs> well i had kind of lost my patience when she asked me for the imei number for the 10th time mm-hmm. and we had this issue where i had the, th- the three phones or actually the two phones and she says to me why are you giving me two IMEIs, because she goes, I want the IMEI number of the phone that the SIM card's eventually going to go into. And I said, well, I'm going to give you this one, and then I gave I gave her the one that I really wanted. Then she's telling me that the one that I really wanted wasn't going to work, yada, yada, yada. So, I
1: think what you should have done was only given her one IMEI for one phone and not told her the difference, that you were going to take it out and then put it into a different
2: phone. That's thing. true. That's probably my fault, because the second phone was already unlocked from my current carrier because we did it the night before and it was verified that it was unlocked so it should have had no problem and it might even be a database issue Mm -hmm. right so she might have looked in her database and said this isn't going to work and i would have just slapped it in the new phone my se 2020 and it would have worked not lisa's seven my 2020 So I was trying to get into my 2020, but I was giving her Lisa's, so it was a little confusing. I'm even confused talking about it.
1: (laughs) I was confused when we talked about it initially when you're like, give me the Lisa phone. So, you know, that kind of thing can cause errors and miscommunications and things like that too. Right. So there are a few things to learn from our lesson. 2G 2G data is really, 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 really slow. If you want to do anything on it, you have to pick apps that are less resource hogs? Yes. And you have to keep an eye on your data in terms of what is being consumed. So if you're gonna do that, you need to go into your cellular settings. Is it the same thing on Android? Because we're currently using iPhones.
2: I'm not sure what what it is, but you wanna make sure that your data consumption... Oh, let's talk a min- minute about Android since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So I have another phone from another carrier where I only have two gigs of data because I want service on my Android phone just in case it's needed. And actually, this time... It it was. really was needed (laughs) because that was when Kim and her mother went someplace for a few hours.
1: He gave me that phone.
2: Neither one of them had reliable phones. phones.
1: Mine was trying to port. Hers isn't working because of the whole...
2: The whole thing they had to deal with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we decided to... I said, here, take this Android phone in case you need it. The thing about the Android phone is it wasn't sucking down data as much as I kind of thought it was, or should be. I mean, I had added a gig of data on, so I had three gigs, and I actually am at about 1.4 gigs used out of the three gigs. And, you know, it wasn't sucking down data as much as The iPhone was. I mean, the iPhone was a guzzler. It was just, at least mine was. It was just sucking down data like nobody's business. Now, to be fully transparent, I'm running the iOS 16 beta. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it.
1: We know your system services was using a lot more data than my system services. My system services,
2: right, was about 4.7 gigs of system services. Mine's
1: still just over a gig
2: right not even so i think what happened was is that was seriously sucking down data mm-hmm. and it was still sucking down data but not as much it's you know so that's just one thing to keep in mind is some of your system services and background tasks
1: close a lot of the apps you aren't using right it'll save you
2: the other thing too regarding the android phone is i don't have as many apps on the android phone either So that just might have been a blessing in disguise that it wasn't sucking down the data. When the Android phone would have been completely exhausted of its data, it would have dropped down to 2G speeds as well. You can really only listen to very, very low bitrate audio, so you can't really listen to 320 kbps audio because it will buffer on you
1: that doesn't mean your audio won't sound good though even audio at like 64k right can sound pretty good
2: exactly and you could do email you could do web browsing web browsing you could do some of that stuff i was doing pretty good with with some of that stuff on 2g data really what you can't do i thought huh okay (laughs) let me watch a seven minute youtube video oops yeah don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. And just for full transparency, my microphone has fallen out of my ear, so we're putting it back Ooh, in. Ooh, yikes. So, yeah. So, I mean, I got like one or two words <laughs> on that video, and that would buffer, buffer, buffer for about buffer, 30 buffer. seconds. Ooh. And I get two more words, and I'm like, nah, we're stopping this.
0: I
1: watched a two and a half or two minute 40 second YouTube video or something. Now I wasn't on 2G speeds at the time. I'm just about to hit my 2G speeds now took me a lot longer to use my five gigs of data, but...
2: Well, your system services were not sucking them they down. Were, they
1: weren't. They weren't. I was streaming a lot of audio.
2: You were, but you were also streaming audio. What I was doing too, for some of mine, was downloading podcasts. You know, my favorite podcasts mm-hmm. and stuff that I would be listening to. And some of those podcasts are not small. So, my podcast catcher was the second largest consumption of data at 1.7 gigs.
1: So if you're going to download stuff like that, if you can do it on Wi-Fi prior to leaving, which is what I've actually been doing when I've been on Wi-Fi, I've been downloading episodes of stuff that I wanted to watch and watching those when I got home. That's worked out very well for me because that particular app is virtually nothing in my system services. I mean, in my data. Yes,
2: yeah. And what I learned was to go up to her parents' house when, you know, we're up there for whatever reason and siphon off of their Wi-Fi, download some podcast episodes that you want to listen to later on that day or whatever, and now you have them downloaded. That's why a lot of these apps like Disney and that have downloadable options, so you can download your video so that you're not playing your video on your cellular service, rather... You would be playing it as a download so it's not affecting your data because you've already downloaded it over Wi Fi.
1: You're supposed to be able to do that with YouTube videos as well download them for offline watching, but I've not figured out how to do that yet. So, trying to work on that because I'm a YouTube fiend. I watch a lot of true crime content.
2: (laughs) Yes, and you've been sucking down a lot of data with YouTube.
1: I have. I recently changed my YouTube settings so that it was a lower quality. Because I don't care about the video. Right. But even then, I'm still sucking down a lot of data. I wish there was some way that you could do it in such a way where you suck down very, very minimal data for it. But I kind of doubt that's going to be a thing because of YouTube.
2: Exactly. And oh, Do you hear this? We hear a car coming by.
1: So this is on the driveway that we're on. We're near the end of this driveway. This is coming down the driveway.
2: Let's talk about navigating a little bit.
1: Yeah, let's hang on a minute. Let's listen. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
1: Good morning. Good morning. We're fixing to make a, a run to the city. Just need anything? No, <laughs> nope, we're all though. set. <laughs> I'll be see you later this afternoon. Yep. Love you. Love you. Love you.
2: Yeah. I think we know who that was. <laughs> so, as Kim was saying, we're at the end of this road. It's not a driveway. It is a driveway. Well, sort of. It's an actual road. And it's a big driveway or road. It is a...
1: The main... Hi- it's not a highway, though, guys. Oops. Right. don't misunderstand what you say. <laughs> right. There's it a is, lot of people that live on this driveway. It is
2: not a pavement-covered driveway. No, as you
1: can tell, it's gravel-covered.
2: It's a gravel-covered road. And one thing that I wanted to do, and we pretty much successfully did it, was to navigate ourselves up this driveway. Again, it is not... There's no sidewalks. Sidewalks? What are those?
1: There's no landmarks.
2: There's no landmarks. It's literally just a driveway. So, what I did is, I had my WeWalk cane, which I love the obstacle detection, by the way, on the cane itself. And, because I come from using GPS for the past 20 years or so, I might want the WeWalk to do more than it does. Or I want to be able to use it in an off-road situation, I suppose you could could, uh, say. Because I've done that with GPS in the past, where you mark one point, and then you set the other point as your destination. And as I like to say to Kim, you're reeling yourself in with an invisible fish line. So... You're getting warmer, getting warmer, getting warmer, and I couldn't do that with the WeWalk GPS. So here I am with my WeWalk cane, and I tried to create a route, and it should have gone down this road because this road is on maps. It's not a driveway. That's what. That's why I don't think of it as a driveway where Kim probably does. Mm-hmm,
1: that's true.
2: Right. So it is a road.
1: Looking at it from a GPS.
2: <laughs> right. Boy,
1: ty- I, How typical of my husband.
2: I am. <laughs> So, what I ended up doing was marking this house as a favorite, and then marking the parents' house as a favorite. You got to remember, they're not next door neighbors. Nope. They're, I think Maybe I way on top of the hill. Yes, I think I ma- I think I mapped it. They're about three quarters of a mile or one point some odd away. Yeah, it's real Something close. Something like a mile. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. What I ended up doing was using Blind Square for this. And that worked out beautiful. It did. It was it awesome. really, really did. I
1: enjoy watching that work, actually. And I'm not a big you know, lover of, or enjoyer of the whole GPS process. And this worked. It nice. worked. It was fun to
2: watch. It really worked to the point where when we were at the driveway, at the end of, we'll call it her driveway. So we're at the end of her driveway. We're going to make a left turn using the gps using blind square not creating a route mind you Mm -hmm. it was telling us the bearing of that that house or the the front steps Mm -hmm. and it was cool because as we were walking up the hill it was announcing the different addresses and i says oh that's so-and-so's address one time when we were walking and kim's was kind of not believing it and her mother was with us and she said yep that's exactly correct so as far as accuracy it was very very accurate to do that and we successfully made the trip which i thought was really cool up the hill to right directly to the parents house
1: the problem is there are places where you turn and places where you absolutely don't want to turn right you'll be in the woods Or you'll be in uh, somebody else's house or something. And as we said, there are no landmarks. Right. So you just kind of have to go, and having good GPS is helpful because, as we said, this is not a short walk. Right. This is a slightly longer walk.
2: That you could find yourself, if you're not... Sure. Sure, or if you're not using some kind of GPS process or product, then you can get yourself lost Mm -hmm. i mean you'd be in the forest literally
1: you would literally be in the forest so that's kind of one of those fun things too that we played with over this last few days and learning more about and figuring out so by the time we're here next spring we will do it we will do it
2: multiple times Mm -hmm. we'll be like so again in, in full transparency when we did it the first time we had we had a couple people meet us you know, look out for us. Yeah, just watch us. That's probably what you would do anyway. You'd give them I think a, you would
1: in this situation. <laughs> you'd
2: give them a call and say, "Okay, I'm up." I mean, you know, there's oil as you're walking up, and you can smell the oil, so you know that you're passing the bulldozer or whatever. Yeah, big trucks and But and yeah. you know that kind of thing. And once you're used to it, again, I wasn't really used to it, but I was willing to make the trek, and I said, "I want to do it," and we did it.
1: So that part was also very cool. Well, we'll get into the personal for just a second and tell you guys that we had a spectacular anniversary. It was really great. We had a little anniversary party, which was fun. And we had an anniversary balloon. She's about to die in there. It's, it's slowly losing the remainder of its helium, but it's been over a week now. So it's beginning to collapse. So
2: what? Yeah.
1: we got a cake, a little first anniversary cake. We got some cards. We were actually using the envision glasses to read our cards which was really
2: fun we showed it off showed them off at the party it was mm-hmm. fun because was fun. there were a bunch of people and i said let me get my reading glasses and uh so you could call them reading glasses i <laughs> you suppose did
1: that instance for sure
2: because there were handwritten cards mm-hmm. there were cards and while it wasn't perfect it was cool you know, it got a, it got one person's name completely wrong. But that's okay. It happens. And that was a person's signature. Sorry, right, handwritten. Yes. So that was really kind of fun that everybody loved the glasses.
1: Yeah, they were a hit for sure.
2: I was able to actually read the message on the cake.
1: That was really cool, too. I missed that somewhere. I don't know what I was doing or who I was talking to, but I missed that. You but, couldn't read the blame, but you could read the cake
2: the really funny thing was is we used a scene description thing where it takes a picture of a scene and kim's mother was holding the cake up so that the glasses would read it read it so i did the scene description and it goes probably a person cutting a cake
1: so that was close very close it wasn't perfect but it was close
2: yeah, I probably if I was some kind of algorithm mm-hmm. I probably would have thought it was a person cutting a cake because exactly. that's more likely the sequence of things that you were going to have happen is somebody cutting the cake versus somebody just, oh I'm holding up a cake I'm holding you know?
1: up a cake <laughs> so we got some nice pictures of our first anniversary and just had a really nice day it was nice and fun and Forgot my mother and I did something earlier that day. I'm trying to remember what we did. Oh, I know what we did. We went and did a brief shopping trip and we went to pick up the cake and got a balloon, as I said. So it was a very low-key thing, but it was great fun and it was so nice to be somewhere other than home and work for the day and just get to enjoy ourselves and have some fun. And we didn't exchange anniversary gifts or anything like that. This vacation is kind of our present to each other and it has been awesome
2: and for those that don't know which you don't know we had a wedding video done last year we did we did and another anniversary present to ourselves was to get the video described audio described
1: Audio described. we weren't even sure it was going to be a thing we weren't even sure that as lay people as general consumers if we were even going to be able to do this thing and we have And it was the most amazing present to ourselves to do this and make this happen.
2: The funny thing about the audio description, we sent it to a few people. And they've been, you know, the parents and stuff. And the parents have been sharing it to their friends and things. And we were talking to actually the wedding coordinator, our wedding coordinator. And during the father-daughter dance, Kim's grandmother walks by and blows them a kiss and continues on. And our wedding coordinator says, "I've seen this video so many times—five or six times already—and didn't notice."
1: Yeah, never saw that. Never didn't saw see that. it on the day. Didn't see it in videos. Never knew. Never knew. And this is one of those cool things about AD. Sometimes the AD writers or describer or whomever, whoever's doing the writing part, will mention something in the description that people haven't seen. Will point it out.
2: Yes. And it was really an interesting journey, if you will. So let's take a couple of minutes and talk about that. Yeah,
1: and we are going to give you a little surprise at the end of this conversation. So stay tuned if you're into this.
2: So what had happened was we found our audio description person. And she got the video and she sent, or she sent us a script. Once she read, read the video or watched the video... She sent us a script, and we would go back and forth because she didn't have names of people. Because she, she knew a few people, but she didn't know the names of a few other people.
1: Yeah, because she had sent us questions before, right. and we were able to give her names of people and where they were. But occasionally as you go through this, somebody will show up, and you're like, as someone who's watching it and not actually seeing the video, that would be us, we'd be like, wait, was that the same person as here? Right, you know, earlier, or was that the same person that did this? And so, straightening a lot of that out was kind of crazy.
2: Even in the final draft of the script that she sent us, I said, "Is this so and so? If it's so and so, say that it's so and so. If it's not, then leave it as it is." And it turned out it was so and so. Now, when we got the first script, we sent to Kim's mother. And this was a point of contention. But Kim's mom didn't want to be announced as her name. She wanted to be called Kim's mom. And we tried that, and it just did not work. So what we did is we compromised. So for the first time, Kim's mom is on screen. It says Kim's mom, and then gave her name. Kim's grandmother gave her name. And Kim's father and gave her name.
1: Chris's and, brother.
2: Right. So that's what happened and then throughout the rest of the video the people were announced by name and that really did work
1: yeah that actually worked out better because you got those familial relationships out of the way first Mm -hmm. in their first appearance and then you were able to know who they were by name
2: she sent us a script where she changed it and every single time the person was on screen, it gave the relation, and we're like...
1: It was awful.
2: That's just not going to work.
1: And she didn't like it either. You know, she thought it was...
2: Overkill. Kind of and overkill. Yes. And then when we got the final video, and we sent it to her, she sent thought it, it was... Yes. Thought it was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she loved it. So, you know, sometimes these things have a way of working out. So, our little surprise announcement about this is, if you're into this and you want to learn more about this process, we are going to be having our audio description person on the podcast. We
2: don't know when. We don't know when.
1: We know it will be happening because we've already talked to her about it and it will happen before the end of the year, I'm sure. Yes. So she will be here. You will be able to hear what she's all about. We'll play some of her reels and even a little bit of our described waiting for you guys.
2: Absolutely.
1: So that will be very fun. So that was our our big anniversary present to ourselves we never did get our honeymoon <laughs> so we that is up, the honeymoon that is the honeymoon so we ended up taking our honeymoon money and turning that into audio descriptive audio described wedding yes yes because this process is not cheap so if you're having this done and of course a lot of it depends on how long your script is too we'll talk more about that when she joins us right but this was a for almost 45 minutes so you know it was pretty expensive yes But it was great. We would not trade it for the world. Mm -mm. It was an awesome experience.
2: I think I've watched it more times now with the audio (laughs) description than I watched it in the past year without the audio description. Because it really does bring everything to life. I mean, when you find out that the officiant walks away and then comes back, because in one part of the wedding video... Kim sings to her new husband and in order to give us the spotlight when she's doing it the efficient literally walks out of the picture walks mm-hmm. out of the frame yep and I didn't know that
1: you forgot about it we had talked about it the three of us he i the efficient but I didn't even remember it I didn't even think about that until she brought it up I right like,
0: oh yeah I forgot
2: and the efficient passes his booklet off to my brother-in-law or my brother not brother-in-law I was thinking of in-laws. So the efficient passes it off to my brother, who is my best man, and then my brother passes it back to the efficient. You know, it's those little things. You just don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a treasure we'll have forever.
2: We'll just pause here for a couple seconds and let you hear a little bit of the ambient noise. I really, really, really wanted to get you guys those thunderstorms.
1: All week last week, it stormed. Every afternoon.
2: (laughs) I'd run out with the recorder and I'd sit there for five, ten minutes or so, and I'd come back in and I'd get disappointed because it never got, for whatever reason, it might have been the way that I was using the microphones, the thunderclaps just never happened. It never recorded. One
1: time time he came out here, like an hour and a half went by. I went outside I was like where'd he go and he dozed off out here (laughs) yes he did well that was pretty funny but as you can tell it's just a beautiful peaceful atmosphere overall even though we're right on the road like the road is just below us the main highway that is yes and for the most part though you hear this it's raining right now
2: yes it is just a little bit.
1: Just a little bit. You can hear the crickets.
2: Oh, I can hear the rain.
1: It's too late in the year to hear many birdies in the morning, but you got to hear a few.
2: I think that crow has flew in the coop.
1: Nah, yeah, he's around here somewhere, and all his brothers and sisters. <laughs> and we're country enough here where...
2: Oh, yeah, it sounds like it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you don't hear it right there, but we're country enough here where... There was a Mama Doe and her fawn in the yard the other day. You know, and it's just it's a fun place to be. Your technology doesn't work to its finest out here, but it is a very fun place to
2: be. But you knew that coming in. We both coming. knew that coming in, that we weren't going to have technology. And it's really good because you don't spend a lot of time playing with your phone or sitting on your mm-hmm. computer or doing any of that stuff. You find yourself just communing with nature
1: yeah yeah and just kind of sitting out here enjoying ourselves and kind of having porch dates you know (laughs) i don't really know how else to describe that and if you've never experienced one especially it's really difficult to describe what that's like when you're out in the middle of the country
2: you can have your breakfast outside
1: yeah we got a little table over there and a couple chairs you can have breakfast out here we did a lot of that before the wedding last year. We have breakfast out here almost every day.
2: I think we did more of that last year than we did this year. We
1: did. This is a chillier August. It's been a beautiful August. Year. It's been amazing. The weather, in terms of temps at least, could not have been better for us.
2: I don't think it's gotten the past 80.
1: Not by much. It did yesterday.
2: Well, you couldn't feel it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It did yesterday. Well, the humidity was awful yesterday, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Humidity's been bad. Some days. Not every day. Right. So we're sad that in a couple days we have to leave and make the 13-hour trip home.
2: Yeah, we flew up and we're driving back. Yeah, well, we're not, obviously. Well, yeah, I got the blind square square hanging out the side of the door and we're going (laughs) to use that to get home. Actually, I am going to run it for a while. Are you? Yeah, I want to see what it's like. Different states crossing a different state or something see what it tells you yeah that but will actually be cool yeah
1: i'll enjoy that
2: we have to keep that in mind that we have cellular and the batteries aren't really that good but no. we both have battery cases which i i forced her <laughs> he
1: to insisted.
2: yes to put on her phone because you know when you're going around and your battery is at 20 percent it really dies fast at 20 percent and to just be able to press a button and get at least another you know another charge out of that phone really does allow you to utilize your phone and what did you say you had to do it like twice in one day or something
1: yes i did and that's the other thing about being on data as opposed to being on data and wi-fi yes when you're just on data it sucks your battery down so much faster well
2: it it does too and you're also roaming
1: yeah there's the killer of your data right there yeah is the roaming piece
2: if you're on a good cellular connection it's your carrier and you're four out of four bars it's not going to die as fast as the thing struggling to get service
1: so we have two difficult things left to do in the course of our vacation, we have to finish packing things from the house that we're going to take home with us. And we have to make sure my parents' phones work. <laughs> work. So. Before so they leave phones, Buffalo, yes.
2: they, those phones have to work. And we found phones for them on the Big A. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be there tomorrow. So when the Big A says they're going to deliver something, 95% of the time, You will get it on time.
1: And they have to be here tomorrow because we're leaving on Sunday. Right. So, yeah. That's kind of where we are with that. So we'll see how that process goes. And they're going to stay several days with us after we get home, which will be really fun. It'll be fun to have them and and guest them and host them, I guess, instead of guest them. They'd be our guests, so we'd be their hosts. They
2: don't like the word guest. We're family.
1: No, we're all family now. I think this has been a great experience for kind of everybody bonding. It's a completely different relationship than it was last year. Yes. We've had a lot of dinners, double dates with them, over the course of this last week and a half.
2: Sometimes breakfasts, lunches, and And dinners. I
1: know, right? Yes. So, or at least breakfasts and dinners. I don't remember a day when we did three meals, but I know we've done days with two meals. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about food fresh from the garden. I mean, it's awesome. You know, that part is great.
2: Mashed potatoes, fresh from the garden.
1: Corn, lots of delicious, yummy corn. Corn on the cob, cream corn squash zucchini green beans it's been awesome
2: even the meat we know the guy who killed him we do (laughs) he killed it and then cooked it so
1: so that's where we are up here in the mountains and it's been great and a wonderful time
2: and of course the technology decided it wants to make a final appearance before we take off
1: it can't let nature subsume it completely no Oh, one more thing we want to mention to you guys before we go is our fun podcast titles. Do you love them or do you hate them? Would you rather have something that would give you information about what is actually in the podcast or would you rather have a cutesy title? We enjoy coming up with the cutesy titles, but we're wondering if more of you would be able to find content that's relevant to you and stuff that you're wanting to hear if, from here on out, titles Reflect more of what is actually in the podcast. <laughs> so let us know. We'll put up a poll. Obviously, I don't want to do it right now because I'd have to go up to my parents and get the Wi-Fi or whatever. But we'll do it when we get home next week. We'll put a poll up. It'll be before you guys see this podcast anyway. No, it won't. Oh, it won't.
2: No, I doubt it.
1: <laughs> well, you never know. I'm we'll see. Have, I might have 15 minutes somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. As I said, we're not going to be as busy as you guys are. Well, I said that privately, but it's true. We but few home projects that the guys are going to be working on mm-hmm. but yeah so you guys can let us know what you think and sometimes cutesy is very fun we have some really cute ones but sometimes cutesy you know if you're looking for relevant content is not helpful at all so right we get that
2: one thing i did want to keep in mind or remind you of too is that when searching for something in the podcast you need to go to mysticaxispodcast.com.
1: That's where the podcasts live.
2: Right. You can't search across domains. No. So some people will search on mysticaxes.com for a podcast title. That used to work, but that doesn't work anymore once we switched out the podcasts into their own domain back in November of 2021.
1: Same thing about Downloads. You Correct. want to go to mysticaccessdownloads.com to search for downloads, mysticaccesspodcast.com to search for podcasts.
2: If you are on mysticaccess.com, in the menu, there are links that go to the downloads and go to the podcast. So you want to make sure that you hit those links first, mm-hmm. and then you can search.
1: Yep. So you got two ways to get there. You can go directly to the site which you want to search, downloads, podcast, or you can go to the main site as Chris said, click the link, then search. Right. Oh
0: my. <laughs> nice big truck, right. Going by.
1: big truck going by. So with that, we will wish you farewell from
2: North Carolina. North Carolina
1: mountains. We'll be back in New York next time we talk
0: to y'all.
2: Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash empower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.